You've got a nice shop here. I'm thinking about starting a pull list in this fine establishment. Can you tell me how often you'd like me to pick up books? Every week. I don't want your fucking shit sitting behind my counter, wasting my valuable space. That's not a very wise way to talk to a potential new customer, Mac. Look, you fucking asshole. I got shit to do. So could you hurry this the hell up? <sighs> you try to play nice. Do you have any idea just who the hell I am? A lame-ass cosplayer who doesn't know how to quit while he's ahead? <laughs> no. Sadly. For you, anyway. I'm the genuine article! <laughs> oh, shit! Hey gang, you're listening to the Nerd Blitz with Doom and Fitz. I'm Doom. And I'm Fitz. And we're back. Back. Again. <laughs> Who'd have thunk it? It's exactly one week since the last time we recorded. It's like we have a schedule Shh, or something. Don't tell him that. What? Don't tell him that. You're breaking the fourth wall. Oh, that's right, because we're <laughs> these aren't coming out one week apart, are they? Not yet. <laughs> yeah, that's our secret is we're recording once a week and releasing every other week. Trying to bank a couple, so yeah, so we can always try we to miss stay a ahead. week recording. Right. This way, this way we get this way we get to where we're used to recording every week. Mm -hmm. Um, but we always have that cushion of one if, one episode in if case we can't happens. make it. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll have a couple more than one bank. We don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves, but hey. So, how was your week? Uh, it was okay. Today was free comic book day. I took my kids to the comic book store for the first time. You've never taken them before? No, I think I might have taken my oldest when he was a lot younger. But they're uh, not the most well-behaved in stores sometimes. So and my oldest was never really even that interested in superhero shit. Yeah. But the youngest is like super into everything superhero. Um, so much so that the reason I didn't take him was I was afraid he was going to be too grabby. Yeah. And I didn't want him, like, mangling shit. I made him promise me that they would uh, act <laughs> like human children. Uh, 
And so we went for you, free comic you book You know, day. I'm having flashbacks to when my parents used to do that shit. <laughs> well, I mean... Oh, fuck. Act right and you get taken places. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, I didn't want to go places, so... Oh, well, you would have you would have wanted to go where I took them today. Oh, fuck yeah. But, uh, so... Did we you went... just hit up one shop? Yeah, we went to Newcastle. It's over by, um... Thorson 270 area. They're the they're what the guy that owns that is one of the guys who puts on the um, St. Louis Project Comic Con, yeah, um, comic book convention. It's a cool little shop. I usually go to the fantasy shop because it's close to my work. Yeah, but I actually prefer this place. It's more. It feels a lot more like a traditional comic book store. You know, there's a a shop that's out there not far from Ameristar, right? Oh fuck, I can't remember what it's called. I don't know where... Hang on, let me grab my wallet real quick. I can tell you, because I got their card. I mean, it's a nice shop and everything. The owner's a dick, but... Oh, really? Yeah, we went in there one time... Well, this, guy's, was... this guy's super nice. In my experience, most comic owners, comic shop owners are fucking assholes. Oh, really? I've yeah, only known... the only one I ever went to that was good was Steve out there on tele- Telegraph, but he fucking died, so... I've had pretty good luck... I think the general manager or the owner of the fantasy shop is kind of might have been yeah. a dick. And the only reason I say that is I would I would used to be into anime big time. Yeah. And like You were one of those kids, huh? Oh yeah, I loved it. I would go in there and they would have like like crazy anime that you couldn't find certain places until like some place like Suncoast came around and they would carry like the really weird or not really weird. Yeah, but, fucking octopus shit and well, no, not not that, not hentai, but I, I know I'm. Fucking <laughs> <idiot>. <laughs> but I just mean, but, like, hey, I know you know what the word for it is. So yeah, caught you, motherfucker. Ah, oh, god damn it. <laughs> um, they had their little anime section, and that's where I discovered uh, like Crying Free Man and Ninja Scroll and those types of shit. I have no clue what you're talking about. Oh well, we could talk about it sometime. I'll educate you. <laughs> You'd probably like you'll, you'd you'll probably, have to because I'm lost. You'd probably like Ninja Scroll. It's pretty cool. All um, the only thing anime I ever watched was like Dragon Ball Z. Oh fuck that! And shit. Pokemon. Nah, fuck well, that. Well, I see. I, I got, know. I, I know got, that's that's anime technically, and it's. I mean, it's. It's just for the mainstream kids, but, shit. Yeah, but you gotta you gotta check out some shit like uh, Ghost in the Shell. Or yeah, everybody always says that, but ugh. or Ninja Scroll. It's like some. Hardcore shit, huh? Yeah, well, not even, like, the super hardcore shit, but... But, yeah, I would say Ghost in the Shell, Ninja Scroll. And it is absolutely imperative that you listen to it in Japanese with English subtitles. I know you, you, you're you probably the kind of person who would, wouldn't like that. I wouldn't. But I'm telling you, it makes all the difference in the world. You watch that shit English dubbed, and it sounds fucking retarded. Well, yeah, I know that. Yeah, but I mean... I mean, it, it, just it, from, like, Dragon Ball Z, that's fucking yeah. stupid well, as shit with the dubbing. Yeah, but I mean, it, it takes so much away from it that... Here's the thing. When I watch movies and shit, I watch them with subtitles, but that's only in case I miss a word. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah. When I watch a movie, I don't want to have to read. Yeah. Well... Like with Dragon Ball Z, though, I've gotten a few seasons of that recently. Mm-hmm. Holy fuck, that's boring. 
it took like fucking three episodes for Goku to go across Snake Way, and it's like, do we need to fucking check in with him every five minutes to watch him run? No. I don't know. I don't know what the deal is with that, but some of that older shit is yeah is like that because it's so sanitized. Yeah. Um, like Voltron and um, what's another one? Robotech's pretty good, but even that is it has stuff removed that was not appropriate for American. Kid yeah. show because they're not kid shows in Japan. Well, they're see, not. They're not necessarily made yeah. to be kid shows. So yeah. there's blood and there's death and there's fucking titties and all kinds of stuff. But I see. I know some of that type of shit was in Dragon Ball Z because you can see there, where there's been some cuts and shit. Oh yeah, probably. And I mean, it, and it, like for the TV edits, I know they edited even more because there's this big. Now they would call it racist, but there's this big. Just coal black dude with these big pink lips. Oh on TV, yeah, they make him blue. That's purple. so it's so unfortunate that that's how they draw, that's how they draw them. If you go, if you go like, back and if you go back and watch like old speed racers and shit. Oh yeah, it's fucking crazy! Like how they draw. Them. <laughs> well, I mean, do you ever watch fucking Mister Magoo or something? Oh yeah, I mean any of that stuff is fucking. They've it's they've insane. redubbed Charlie's voice. Charlie, where Magoo oh, would be like, oh, yeah, 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 Charlie. Oh yeah, Magoo yeah. Will be like, eh, Charlie," and you'll be like, "Hello, Magoo." I was like, yeah, was "Whoa, the... what the fuck was that?" <laughs> yeah, because I remember like seeing the old episodes when I was young, and uh, Charlie would sound like Bry's Ming voice. He'd be like, "Hello, Mister Magoo," and it's like that shit would never fly today. Fuck no, dude. <laughs> but it's so hilarious when you know how it was. Yeah, and then you hear, "Hello, Magoo." Right, it's a complete. Uh, waspy white guy. And he's got these offensive fucking Asian eyes. <laughs> and you just hear, Hello, Miguel! And it's like, that don't fit. Yeah, that, that, fix, that fixes the crazy, slanty, Chinese uh-huh. racist eyes that are drawn on there. It's like, even if the voice is fucked up, <laughs> it's not as fucked up as just changing the voice. <laughs> um... That shop I was telling you about, and you can cut this out because I don't want to give them a free commercial. Okay. <laughs> it's a. It's out there on. It's a really nice shop, but the mm. owner's just a dick. Oh, I wonder. I'll have to text Molly and ask her. One of her friends. Get about. Sorry. Oh, one of her friends' <laughs> husband owned a shop out there, and I think it might have been. If so, her friend's a fucking asshole. Was he, like, super tall, like 6'6"? No, this oh, okay. was a short, kind of bald dude. Oh, this wasn't And he was... One. The entire time we were on the f- we were in there, he was on the phone. Oh, really? And, like I said, yeah. And it's like, hey, can I get some help over here? And he'd put, put the phone down in a huff and be like, what? And it's <laughs> like, motherfucker, we're getting ready to drop money in your fucking shop. I'm not so sure that that place is even around anymore. It was there the last time we were through there, like six months ago or so. Oh, really? Hmm. Yeah, but like I said, it was just—it was a great shop. They had fucking a shit ton of back issues. Yeah. They had fucking collected editions and graphic novels out the ass. I'm surprised that they're—they're they're so close to that fantasy shop out there. It sounds like it's pretty close because there's a. There's a fantasy shop on uh, Clay. Yeah. It used to be on Clay. Might, they might have moved a little bit. 
I'm surprised that they're able to be there. I'm surprised that this fucking asshole was still in business. <laughs> but, I mean, I was. I was seriously considering switching there because the shop was huge, at least compared to any shop I'd ever been to. Yeah. They had a great uh, back issue selection. They had a great fucking graphic novel and collected edition selection. It's the only shop I've ever been to where they give they gave discounts the more books you got. Oh, really? Yeah, I've never seen that in real life. I've only heard about it and, you know, seen it in movies and TV and shit like that. Huh. So I was talking to the dude, and it's like, okay, we live in St. Louis City, you're in St. Charles. He goes, yeah. I was like, so how often do you want people to pick up? And he goes, every week. Oh, really? And it's like, you realize that's a long drive for us, right? And he goes, I don't care, I don't want people's bullshit hanging behind my uh, counter. And I was like, oh, okay. Oh, wow. We'll, we'll fill this form out and bring it back in. We never went back. Wow. To have, a, to have a pull list there? Yeah, to have a pull list. And it's like, somebody who's wanting to be a new customer, a new regular customer, you're going to talk to them like that? Fuck you. So I just stuck with Steve's shop out there on Telegraph until I had to quit getting books. And I had a couple issues with his staff, but you talked to him and it was smoothed out. Yeah, you definitely get, like, um, interesting people that work in those places, so... Oh, I know. They all have their own personalities. <laughs> Let's say that. And, hey, I don't... Some some don't good, some that, bad. But, but it's like, I don't care how fucking bitchy you are. Me, myself, I, I'm not the fucking people person. I wouldn't want to be around people. Mm-hmm. I'd for sure be like, please, don't let me make... Don't make me work Wednesdays. But, fucking... If I see there's people who are going to be coming in, I'm not going to talk shitty to them. Right. Because you run customers away, guess what? You ain't going to have a job, motherfucker. How did we get on the... Oh, yeah, the owner of the fantasy shop. That's how we got off on that. They had that anime section, and they always... I would buy something every once in a while, and every time I'd buy a video there... And that's back when they were, like, VHS, and they were, like, $30 a piece. I mean, they were, like, twice as much as, like, a regular... American video. Oh, imports. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and um, <laughs> I was gonna so, say, fuck. How long ago are we talking? Oh no, this was the middle nineties, ninety six. Yeah, but when you said thirty dollar VHSs, I was like, shit. We talking the eighties? Oh no, no. Um, but then it clicked. Oh, imports. Yeah. Well, it, <laughs> it may not even been import, but just they were special. You know, their specialty videos. Yeah. So. But they had this um, anime club, right? So every time I'd buy something, the guy would be like, hey, you know, for 20 bucks or whatever a year, you get X percent off of your anime purchases. Oh, cool. And I'm like, eh, that's okay. That's okay. And every time I would do that yeah. until finally I, I said, okay, like they were having a sale on some of their shit. So I bought like, I don't know, two or three videos. I I thought they would stack, right? Like, you'd get the sale price and then your membership price percent off of that. Yeah. And the fucking guy behind the counter, I was like, so is it, so do you get, like, what, it was like 25% off or something, and do you get, like, the extra 10 or whatever the other percent was? And the guy, I'm pretty sure it was either the owner or the, the head manager guy. He was like, oh, you're not going to get more than that sale price off. 
And I'm like, fuckhead, I just bought this fucking stupid card, and I never ever used it again. I bought it that day, I signed up for that thing, then after I did it, they, they said I couldn't have the extra percent off, because this shit was on sale already. And I'm like, well, what the fuck? Wow. Even fucking Barnes & Noble, and that's a big corporation. When they would run a sale, if you were a member, you got the extra 10% off. Right, isn't that the point? Yeah. And I think it was I think it was might have been more than $20. I don't I don't know. I can't remember what it was. It was enough that it was like every time they asked me I'm like, "Fuck, no, I'm not doing that." But then this <laughs> one time I was buying enough shit that I was like, "Well, I might as well." Yeah. And they fucked me. And see, even at Barnes and Noble, I don't think they you know, told you up front like, "Hey, you sign up for this." If we have a sale, you still get the membership shit off. Mm-hmm. They just did it. You would expect a big corporation to be fucking more sneaky about it than this little rinky-dink motherfucker. Right. See, for years, we had a bit of a beef against a fantasy shop. Because it was, like, in 97-ish, out on Gravois out there in Afton, there was a fantasy shop there next to the pizza joint, Cecil Whitaker's. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I think I remember that. We would always go to that Cecil Whitaker's. And one time I was sick. And this became a theme when it came to comic shops for us. One time I was sick and I was sitting in the car waiting for the pizza. And my mom looks back at me, sees me back there fucking miserable. And she was like, you want some comics? And I was like, okay. Mm -hmm. So she walked over there and she got me like three or four Scooby comics. Mm -hmm. And brought them out and she goes, well, I ain't never going back in there. And I was like, why? Like I said, this became a theme for us. She goes, that dude was a dick. I forget exactly what he said to her, but he was real shitty with her. (laughs) So we never went there. We went to another fantasy shop. And again, I don't like people. So like we go into some place, I don't talk to anybody. So, you know, think of how I looked 10 years ago, which was basically like I do now, just maybe a little bit shorter, maybe not as (laughs) big or maybe a little bit bigger. So this creepy fucking long-haired bearded dude comes walking in, and she would do the talking, because I just don't, I'm not comfortable around people. I don't like talking to them, because they're Uh assholes. We went into another fantasy shop. They got shitty with her there, too. So I was like, huh, so I guess it's just fantasy shop. There was this other place called Moe's Comics. They've recently moved to a different location. That's one of the places we went today. We went in there, and fucking dude was getting shitty with her there, too, and it's like, I, I think I even said to one of them one time, you really don't want money, do you? And they just kind of fucking looked taken aback like, my word, how would you dare say that to us? <laughs> but I couldn't tell you how many places we went where they'd get fucking shitty with her. And I was like, you motherfuckers are stupid. That's so weird. I, I've never, I don't think I've ever had that. I swear to God, almost every comic shop I've been to except for Steve's. I know I keep fucking coming back to this, but every shop I went to except for Steve's, they were shitty like that. It was fucking nuts. Hmm. That's unfortunate. That's why comic shops get a bad fucking rap. Oh, though. fuck. Yeah, I know. And and the fantasy shop did used to be kind of like that, the one out in Hazelwood. Yeah. Not that they were, like, shitty, but they were kind of not very, like, overly Welcoming friendly. Welcoming to new people? Yeah, or, or, yeah, or just not... Just not the greatest customer service type people, or like the yeah. friendliest. But you know they've gotten they've gotten a lot better. I think almost 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 to the to the other extreme. Like, fuck, dude, leave me alone. <laughs> like they yeah. like they're constantly coming up. Hey, man, can I help you? Are you looking for anything? I'm just looking, dude. It's all right. 
Calm, calm down. I'll ask you. Like today when we went into Moe's. Yeah. The dude looks at my shirt because I was wearing a Spider-Man shirt, and he goes, hey, nice shirt. And yeah. like I said, we've been in there before. Even last year, they got really fucking ignorant with my mom. And I was like, I don't know if I want to go back to those motherfuckers. Hmm. And then as Free Comic Day was coming up, and I was like, you know what? These cocksuckers have to pay for the book, so fuck them. Yeah. Which, yeah, if you're going to treat me like shit, I'll gladly fuck you over. I don't care. Gladly be a termite. You goddamn right. Get my free cheese and everything. I don't give a fuck. So it was like, let's go in there. Usually, every year, I think I said this on Twitter earlier, every year I buy at least one thing. Yeah. But it was like, fuck it. Ain't really got no money to buy anything this year anyway, so fuck it. Let's just go to Moe's. So we go into Moe's, we're looking around, and the dude goes, that's a nice shirt. And I looked around like, who else is in here? It was just us. And I looked down, I was like, oh, thanks. He goes, where'd you get it? And it was like, ugh. Uh. <laughs> uh. Because I just froze up because I'm used to going in there and they're fucking shitty. Yeah. And I was like, um. And she looks at me like, well, where'd you get it? And I was like, I don't remember. And he goes, you know, it's the weirdest thing. People have been coming in here lately and they've got these really cool shirts on. And I ask him, where do you get that? And they're like, oh, I got it at Walmart. Oh, I get it at Kmart. Oh, I got it at uh, Kohl's. And he goes, I didn't even know they had shirts like that at those places. I've been ordering mine online or through previews. And I was like, huh. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is going on? This dude's trying to have a conversation with me. I'm not sure how to react in this store. Uh-huh. Now you're, now you're the dick. Yeah. <laughs> now you're the dick. It's not friendly. Because it was the whole, the whole plan was like, fuck these guys. They've been dicks right. to us for years. Let's go in there and get free shit. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't expecting you to be nice to me. No shit. I was ready to fucking walk out the door backwards with my fingers flying, be like, fuck off, suckers. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. um, oh, you, uh, do you know the uh, casual mail store? It's for big and tall. And he's like, uh-huh. I was like, I, I got it there like six years ago. And he's like, oh, wow, I didn't know they had that kind of stuff there. <laughs> and I'm just like, I I don't know how to act, man. Right. It was so, it was so fucked up. Yeah, that's crazy. But yeah, I mean, it depends on who you get, man. It seems so, but I swear to God, every time we were in there, somebody different. They were always an asshole. Usually, my problem is with the other customers. See, that's one thing I've never had trouble with. Well, not, not that they're assholes, but that they're just fucking annoying. Like the yeah, uh, they're fucking annoying, and they block space and shit. Yeah, or they're and you're like, can I get around your fe- fucking lard ass and look at those books? Right, or. Th- They'll just stand up there at the counter and fucking bullshit with the person working there. Like, yeah, and it's like step to it's the like, side. Do you not? Do you not have an inside voice? What the fuck? Or oh, why is your God, conversation yeah. so goddamn loud? And why are you? Okay, this, that I have run into this fucking dissertation on why Wolverine should be, you know, the head of whatever. I I don't know what the fucking guy was talking about, but I like. This <laughs> is like he's given a doctoral thesis on. Mm-hmm. It's like, bitch, write that shit down and post it on your blog. Get the yeah, fuck out of the you, way. Yeah, you know you're a grown man, right? It's okay to like this <laughs> shit, but you don't necessarily have to act like you're fucking Stephen Hawking of comic books. <laughs> yeah, I've run into that shit, too. I mean, they're not even giving a dissertation. It's just like, did you go see the new X-Men movie? And it's like, shut the fuck up, dude. There's windows. You're going to bust them. Or fucking spoilers and shit. Like, yeah. fuckhead, I haven't seen that yet. Uh-huh. Oh, what movie was it? I think it was... It might have been... Uh... Thor or something? Thor Cap. Mm-hmm. Because I think it was before Avengers. 
I mean, it's not really a big spoiler. You knew they were going to have an after credit scene. <clears throat> There's this one dude, he's standing up at the front counter. I guess it was Cap then. He's standing up there at the front counter, and he says to Steve, Hey, did you see the new Captain America movie? Because uh, Captain America was Steve's favorite hero. Mm-hmm. And Steve, Steve's just kind of looking at him like, Okay, why are you yelling at me? And he's just like, No, I didn't see it yet. And he goes, you know the after credit scene? It's this big, long preview for Avengers, dude. <laughs> and it's like, okay. And he's like, it's awesome. There's a, there's this scene of Cap and he's punching a bag. And it's like, why are you yelling? Shut up. Yeah. But yeah, and he, he's breaking down the whole after credit scene. And Steve's just looking at him like, okay, calm down, dude. You're special. Uh-huh. Like, your name Ed, because you're awful special. So, yeah, I have run into fucking asshole customers, too. So, free comic book day. <laughs> back. To, oh, back... yeah. Is that what we were talking about? Uh-huh. All the way back <laughs> around to free comic book day. Um, <laughs> have a 30-minute discussion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we went into... Finally uh, get back to it. Yeah, so we went into Newcastle, and um, they were surprisingly <laughs> well-behaved. So, consequently, I ended up spending way more money than I thought I was going to. <laughs> we go go in for free comic books and walk out, like, you know, $40 lighter. Have Have you ever looked into, like, the little... They're almost the size of an Archie Digest. Mm-hmm. It's um, stories based on Batman the Animated Series, Superman oh, yeah. the Animated Series, yep. and Justice yep. League and Unlimited. Yep, yeah. Um, I actually got one for... The little one. So what I was going to ask you, if you ever tried giving those to your kids. I did. I give it, I've given them those, and I've I've gotten stuff off of, like, um, especially Newcastle. They have a pretty big, uh, like, half-off rack. Yeah. And they usually have, like, um, essentials or... Uh, oh, God, I love masterworks, those. Masterworks. I, like, I love the essentials, but I don't like that they're in black and white. There are versions that are in color, but they're more expensive. Yeah, those are like the masterworks, not the essentials, right? The essentials are the ones that are like a phone book, and the masterworks are yeah, more like, like just a like a hardcover. They're basically like a fucking cheap coloring book. Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea, yeah. I think they make those in color. Really? Hmm. I'm pretty sure. I don't think I've ever seen I mean, them in color, but if they were see, in color, that'd be awesome. There's this group of fuckers on Twitter. Uh, you may have seen me RT them every once in a while. Every Saturday night, they do a thing called Drunk Pete, where they drink something. It doesn't have to be booze, but it's usually booze. Mm -hmm. And they read either an issue or two or an arc of Spider-Man. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's pretty cool. I've joined them a time or two. One of the dudes who's big on doing it is at Comic Fiend. Ben, he's a pretty cool dude. Okay. I see all the different versions that the people that join them use and shit mm-hmm. and i think there is a version of the essentials that come in color oh it could hmm. be the masterworks but i think it's the essentials yeah because the masterworks are similar they're just not as much in one volume well see i have barnes and noble exclusives of those i think like the first three volumes it's got like 10 issues each yeah that sounds about right yeah i've got the barnes and noble exclusive versions of spider-man and then i think the first of fantastic four mm-hmm and those are pretty sweet, too. They're slightly bigger than the 
Dark Horse, Star Wars omnibuses and shit. They're almost, you know, normal book size. But I I could swear that they've got the essentials. Because I've got the first 9 or 10 Spider-Man ones on my shelf. I'm pretty sure they've got the those in color. Hmm. Cool. I'd have to ask one of them, but I don't know. But anywho, yeah. Back to the mini digest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I, I have gotten them. I did find uh, Superman Adventures one yeah. a while back and gave that to him. Um, I only I tried to only give him stuff that it, it's cool if it gets ruined. <laughs> yeah. So if, something uh, like that's I, not fucking here. Here's an eighty dollar book. Fucking yeah. Ruined. Like um, I found be a kid a, with it. Yeah, I found like your a, Batman sixty six. <laughs> yeah, I had like a uh, I found a Justice League like the greatest stories of the JLA or something, and it was. It's like on newsprint even, so it's super cheap. Oh, cool! Some other shit like that I've gotten for him, and it always ends up getting like super ragged. He just wears the shit out of him, but it's fine. But I don't necessarily want to spend a ton of money on a nice hardcover or something and just let him fucking rip the shit out of it. Yeah, like I said, didn't you say in an episode of Just Jump to the End that he got a hold of your Batman sixty six and was coloring in it or something? Oh yeah, that's right. No, I I just let him have it. Oh, and he, and, and my. Uh, Masterworks Spider-Man Volume 1. Yeah. Uh, and it's out of print now, so you can't... It's, like, fucking retarded to get it. I was yeah. like, oh, that's fine. He can have it. I'll just buy another one. Because he was, like... That was the first thing he was really into. He got his hands on that yeah. and was like, oh. And I was like, oh, this <laughs> is cool. I'm I'm planting a seed. And, yeah, yeah. My, book, my book got ruined. <laughs> If you want to try getting them hooked on Star Wars, you should look into those um, Star Wars Adventures books I've showed you a couple times. Oh, yeah, that's true. I should do that. Well, they're probably not in print anymore, so they might be stupid expensive, but you could find them maybe in a Barnes & Noble. It's weird because he he knows what Star Wars is. He knows what the, who the characters are. He likes to fight with lightsabers. But it's dad but, shit, right? But, yeah, but... You want to watch? You want to watch Star Wars? No. <laughs> well, what the fuck? You want to watch the cartoon? No. Well, he what says the no. Fuck? Like, what are you retarded? No. Yeah. He's like, no. Of course, I don't want to watch that. What are you stupid, Dad? And even and even the older one, I'm like, hey, you want you want to watch Star Wars with me? Um, no. You can watch it after I go to bed. <laughs> well, f- fuck off. <laughs> You're fucking That's breaking my heart. just a big you fuck you to you, isn't it? Yeah. Fucking ripping my heart out. <laughs> or, they'll, they'll, or they'll tease me. They'll tease me and be like, yeah, okay, let's watch it. And then they'll watch two seconds and be like, let's watch something else. And it's like, I barely got the fucking Blu-ray loaded up. <laughs> See, what you got to do is you need to get it all set up and be like, hey, you want to watch Star Wars? So the fucking thing's already playing. No, what I need to do is get one of those Clockwork Orange chairs. And strap their ass to it with their eyes propped open and just make them watch it. Be like, this is fucking Star Wars. It's important. Shut up and watch. You're never going to amount like, to anything Daddy, unless you watch this. <laughs> <laughs> See, I brought, up, <laughs> I brought up those little digests because I thought they'd be cool and because I've got two Scooby-Doo ones. See, it always comes back to Scooby-Doo. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Which I guess we we could we could segue right I into. I, I wasn't trying to use it as a segue. I no, just I was, like talking about Scooby Doo. No, I know. I was going to say, but that might be a good way to segue into our our first official segment of the podcast, which is 
<laughs> this week's edition of Apaka Watch. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> What's the latest news on uh, this piece of shit? Oh, man. It just gets worse, I swear to God. I know. I, I can't believe how uh, it's just fucked up. It started out as a good concept. I swear, it really did. But every time they open their fucking mouths, it gets worse. Well, and it it is a good concept, but not as a Scooby-Doo book. Well, see, it's like Asshole said. Oh, I'm sorry. It's like JTF said. (laughs) (laughs) It would be so much better if they would have done it like um, Archie did with Afterlife with Archie. Which is how. You know? It... Basically, Afterlife with Archie is just straight up Archie, but oh shit, they're zombies. Mm. They, I don't think they really changed anything. All of a sudden, they're like, hey, Archie's a fucking molecular biologist. Oh, and hey, Betty's yeah. a stripper. Yeah. No, it's just yeah. Archie, but look, they're zombies now. And I mean, I think it's really bloody and there might be a little bit of swearing or something, but it's not, you know... Like I said, all of a sudden they're not changing the characters just to be like, eh, fuck it, it's the new millennium. Yeah, it's not Archie Max. Yeah, it's just Archie with zombies, that's it. And it's like, that would be awesome. Scooby in the apocalypse. That's what I wanted. But instead we're getting this motherfucker. But the kids are going to love it. Yeah, fuck the kids. (laughs) The kids are going to love it. It's so hip and new and now and happening. (sighs) Uh, come on. My net is unthrottled. Why the fuck are you so slow? I'm trying to load the TV Guide article. Oh. But I was going to say, let's go to our other fucking news segment before we get into this while this piece of shit loads. Doom's Joke Corner. I'm going to put it on Front Street. You have my full permission to edit this out if it's too fucked up. So if all of a sudden from here on in it's like, so Scooby Apocalypse, everybody, you know why. You know it got cut. Yeah, <laughs> but leave that part in so they know something got cut. So they're like, <laughs> okay. what the fuck did he say? What's so horrible that they cut it? It'd have to be pretty <laughs> bad. Oh, it's going to go there. You ready? I'm ready. How do you get a nun pregnant? Fucker. Dress her as an altar boy. Oh. <laughs> Too soon. (laughs) Too soon. (laughs) This shit just got dark. (laughs) Uh, uh, Come on, load, you motherfucker. (laughs) That was good. (laughs) What? (laughs) I like the other one better. (laughs) I like last week's better. (laughs) <laughs> like I said, shit got dark. Uh, uh, okay, loaded, finally. Okay. <laughs> You're like, thank God. <laughs> that was close. I almost had to bail. Uh, and now that we're back from the edit, <laughs> uh, this is from TV Guide. <laughs> See, I only say shit like that because it makes me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, TV Guide, and it's written by Alexander Zalbin, I think. Anywho, uh, uh, the new ongoing comic book series titled Scooby-Doo, sorry, titled Scooby Apocalypse, because why would you put do in there? You gotta shorten it. It's like, uh, it's like his new hip-hop Because that's hip, yo! (laughs) 
<laughs> Nobody has two names in the future. Fuck no. By the way, before I get balls deep into this, did you read those six pages that are in here? Uh, no. I glanced at the artwork <sighs> and was like, nope. No thanks. You should have read them. Why? Do you hate me that much? Because it's bad. Oh. The new ongoing comic book series titled Scooby Apocalypse is scripted by J.M. DeMatteis. Hey, I know him. Yeah? He's famous, ain't he? Hmm. I've heard that, I've heard of his name. I know he's done I shit. Think he, I think he did Spider-Man for a while, didn't he? I th- yeah, I think you might be right. That's famous enough for me. If I recognize the name, he must be halfway famous. Yeah. And Keith Giffen with art by Howard Porter. Why does that name sound familiar? Howard Porter, I think, did um, some of the JLA stuff that Kevin's talked about. That uh, hmm. that Grant Morrison shit. I thought he might have did some Star Wars something. No, it's Howard Chaikin. Oh. Howard Porter, I'm pretty sure I can pull up. We're just going to Google shit. Why not? Night. Yeah, why not? Hey, if we're going to be fucking weeks behind, we might as well have it right. Yeah. <laughs> I'll keep going, you Google that. But the concept started far before they got on the board. Wait, what? I just threw like three words in there. (laughs) Oh, boy. I read. I don't fucking read out loud. (laughs) Oh, wait, I actually do do that. Fuck. I only read what I write. Ha, put it that way. (laughs) But the concept started far before they got on board. Ha, ha. It actually began with DC co-publishers Jim Lee and Dan DiDio who were talking about how to upgrade the characters in mythology of the classic series while doing something that hadn't been done before. Okay, now I'm going to tell you right here. This next line, this quote from Jim Lee pisses me off because it's blatantly untrue. Okay? Okay, yeah. I know what you're going to say. Go ahead, say it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because we talked about this, didn't we? Yeah. Okay. Oh, fuck. Nuts. Page fucking died on me. Basically, what the quote was, was Jim Lee says that there's never been a Scooby-Doo origin before, and it's like, bullshit! There's at least two that I know of. (sighs) Yeah? Educate us. Hang on. Oh. Fucking (laughs) phone's being a cocksucker. Okay, here, I'll read you the exact quote. What? That's why I know, you're right, that's how I know J.M. DeMatteis. Spider-Man? He wrote Craven's Last Hunt. My I fa- fucking my knew he favorite, did something big. My favorite fucking Spider-Man arc. I knew that's why I recognized that. Okay. You're gonna hate me, but I've never read that either. Oh, that's okay. It's kind of it's it's kind of obscure. It's not like Craven's Last Hunt. Yeah, I think so. Isn't it? That is not obscure. Is that just? Is that? Uh, I always thought that was just me. No, that's a huge fucking title. Everybody says it's one of the fucking seminal must-read Spider-Man stories. Oh, it is. I would totally agree. It's fucking badass. I collected that off the newsstand. Yeah. Well, see, they did a novel of it. Oh, yeah? I was gonna say, that's one of those... That was, like, one of the first titles that I remember that, that crossed... Or not title, but the first arc that, like, crossed several titles. Yeah. Like, it was... Like, it crossed all three Spidey titles at the time. Yeah. So... That was pretty that was pretty different and interesting too. Yeah. Everybody says it's one of the greatest Spider-Man books. You've got to read it. And it's another one of those things where I would ask about it and people it was kind of like fucking Dark Knight Returns. That's a mm-hmm. hard book to get in and keep on the shelf. Yeah, I didn't even know until recently that 
that it was even in trade. That's how out of touch I am. Supposedly it is. Yeah, it is, because I, Sarah Nerdberger on uh, Twitter asked for Spider-Man recommendations. Yeah. And I told her that one, and then I looked yeah. it up to see, is that even, can you even get Available? that? Except in single issues, and sure enough, you can get it on Amazon right now. Wow. Cool. Yeah, like I said, I've looked for it, never found it. I looked at Barnes & Noble, never found it. So it was another one of those ones that by the time I had a shop that I went to regularly, mm-hmm. I basically forgot about it. And Howard Porter, is a he's a DC artist. Oh, is he? Yep. Uh, yeah. I could, Colors, I could swear he's done penciler. something I've read, because I know that name. A lot of Justice League, some Superman. Well, huh. this, is, this is DC Comics database, so let me see. So obviously it's but, not going to um, have that. Uh, a few years ago, like last, a few episodes ago, you were talking about that X-Men gifted, Oh yeah. uh, motion Emotion. comic. Uh-huh, sure. Well, see, I read a novel of that. It was written by Peter David. Oh. Because hmm. a few years ago, they, uh, Marvel started doing novels of a lot of their big story arcs and shit. They did a Civil War, uh, novel, which I loved that fucking story i mean i know a lot of people hated it but i loved it it was i think that was probably my first big major event comic yeah and i did i really fucking loved it so i was like oh i want to read that book i never got around to it they did a um i think an iron man extremist novel i think one of the ones that was coming up was going to be craven's last hunt and it's like oh that's cool and i just never got around to it oh so yeah i i've come a dick hair shy of almost reading a version of it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good the art's really good the covers are amazing yeah oh mike, yeah i've seen some of the covers and they're pretty fucking cool yeah mike zek did all the covers and they're fucking badass but um anywho back on scooby the exact quote from jim lee is we noticed there wasn't really an origin story for the characters and it's like bullshit there's two one in 2009 they did the mystery begins that was that live action tv movie i told you about uh-huh. That's a fucking origin story. They're not friends, they're not enemies either. But they're all in high school and they all end up in detention together. Of course. That's how they that's how they come together. And they eventually get expelled from school and shit together because some weird shit starts happening. And it's like, okay, to clear our names, we've got to fucking solve this mystery. So it's kind of cool, too, because Shaggy notices that Fred, Daphne, and Velma are all reading mystery novels. And um, he points that out, and it's like, oh, so they all like mysteries. That's kind of cool. That's how they all come together, and they have to rescue Scooby at the end. And it's a real fucking, okay, we're a team now moment. Mm-hmm. That's their origin. And then there's another origin that I don't quite remember because it was on a VHS in the 90s. Where they did this kind of weird thing where I think it was they're playing episode or they're showing episodes and then in between episodes they're um, interviewing the gang. Like a behind the music yeah, yeah, or yeah. something? Yeah. yeah, like a behind the music or just like behind the scenes, here's Mystery Inc. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, tell us, how'd you get together? And shit like that. And I think uh, Shaggy tells a story about uh, finding Scooby when he was... A baby in a pet store or something. A baby. A puppy. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't going to call you on it. (laughs) Well, I call my dogs babies anyway, so I don't care. (laughs) Because they're my sisters, goddammit. Yeah, I know. You told me your sister had a birthday 
once, and I was like, oh, I didn't know you had a sister. <laughs> yeah, because I said, my sister's getting ready to turn seven, and you're like, holy shit, you've got a seven-year-old sister? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, she's got four legs, and you're like, oh, you're one of those people? Uh-huh. And I was like, what do you mean? You're like, my wife's like that, or something like that. And I was like, yeah. so? She sounds like a reasonable lady. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then there's another... I think there's another sort of origin about Scooby being from uh, Puppy Farm, like Nottingham Puppy Farm or something like that. It's not a fully fleshed out origin, but right. I mean, it's an origin of sorts. There's no origin in comics, and that's all Jim. Oh, that's all Jim Lee cares about. And it appears so. Yeah, he said that, and it's like, well, it's bullshit. There's, if you want to get technical, there's at least one fully fleshed out origin, because it was a fucking hour and a half movie. And I watch it every year on September 13th. So, whatever, dude. What's the September 13th? The significance of it? Yeah. September 13th, 1969. That's when Scooby first debuted. Holy shit. Are you serious? You are hard fucking core, dude. (laughs) God (laughs) damn. I'm serious. Every year on September 13th, I watch The Mystery Begins. Uh, I think I watch Witch's Ghost. And then I either watch... An episode of Mystery Incorporated. No, I watch uh, the very first episode, obviously. Uh, what a Night for a Night. And then I either watch an episode of Mystery Incorporated, an episode of 13 Ghosts, or Pup, or What's New. I kind of pick. Haven't you seen my shit on Twitter? Every year it's a fucking celebration for me. Well, I know, but I didn't realize it was be- that was why. Yeah, it is. I'm no, fucking hardcore, yes. Well, <laughs> no, that's fucking impressive. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't shitting on you. I'm. That's. Oh no, I get like it. Like I would. Like I would. I, I would have never guessed that. That's what the date was. Ask me. I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like your own personal May the Fourth. Yeah, it is. It really is. Like I've said many times, I don't celebrate my birthday because it's it's not an accomplishment to me. You know. Mm-hmm. It's like people talk about. You know, you need to have national and civic pride. I'm. I'm not. I grew up a Carlin kid. I'm not proud to be an American. I'm happy to be American. I don't want to really be from anywhere else, but I'm not proud. I didn't accomplish it. I was just fucking vaginally pooped into the world, and it happened to be in America, and it happened to be in St. Louis. I'm not proud to be here. I'm cool with being here, being from here, but I didn't accomplish anything, you know? And it's like, here's... I'll wrap this in real quick. It's like I wanted to say I wanted this episode or an episode to come out on May 27th. Why is that important to me? That's the day I put up Bitch Slap in the Wind. Without Bitch Slap in the Wind, we're not having this conversation because I never would have worked up the balls to be like, hey, dude, you got a podcast. If you ever need fucking intros done, here, look at my YouTube channel. I can do shit for you. Right on. So, yeah, like. May 27th means more to me than my birthday ever will. Because that's the day I accomplished something, you know, that's grown into this. I've got fucking, what is it, like, six and a half hours worth of content that all started May 27th. And that's not counting, like, all the shit on my site, because how do you put a time stamp on that? Yeah, all the written stuff. Yeah, because, I mean, it takes you five minutes to read it, it takes some other dude fucking 30 minutes to read it, take some chick six minutes to read it what do you fucking average it out (laughs) (laughs) so yeah all together i've got i think it's like six hours and 23 minutes and 30 something seconds yeah i've got it down to the second because i'm that fucking insane 
6 hours 23 minutes and 38 seconds as of this recording. <laughs> oh, so shit. yeah. I just hit the fucking <laughs> mic. God damn it. <laughs> Studio is too cramped. Yeah, I know the feeling. <laughs> yeah, my birthday don't mean shit to me. May 27th does because I accomplished something. September 13th does because that's when fucking Scooby first debuted. And I'm trying to pull this back up. It fucking died on me again. Oh. Well, I think we got... Well, there was more to it, though, right? It was There was something else? Yeah. Well, you could probably paraphrase it. It's probably seared into I don't remember it, though, now. because it... No, it wasn't. I fucking oh, forgot you, it because it you was blo- like... You, you blocked it out? Yeah. Let me see if I okay, can pull it up. I've got it now, but if you oh, okay. want to, go ahead. No, go ahead. He said, what if we revi- redefine who these characters are? They're really ciphers in a way. Those who might not recall... Those who might not 100% recall the characters from the 1969 debuting cartoon. Who the fuck doesn't remember that? No shit, really? I mean... They're pretty iconic. I know, the fucking franchise has been around basically since 1969 with no stops. Other than like six years in... For those of you who don't remember who Darth Vader is... Yeah, no shit. (laughs) I mean, they've had two fucking theatrical movies. There's been fucking 25 almost animated movies. They've got 14 animated series, 13 animated series, whatever the fuck. There's new Lego shorts coming out almost monthly for the last year. Oh, there are? But I didn't even know about that. Yeah. Are they online? uh, Yeah, go to Lego's YouTube channel. They're there. I mean, they're just, they're online, just online only? It's not like they're on Cartoon Network or something? No, they're they're only on, uh, I think, Warner Brothers and the Lego YouTube channel. Oh, cool. They're not bad. Yeah. I mean, I don't like the new chick that they got for Velma for Be Cool, but in fairness to her, I haven't really seen much of her Velma work. It's just, I wasn't really a big fan of her. But, so, Minnie Cohn's not doing Velma anymore? Well, they say she's... Oh, fuck, we got so much planned, we're just going to talk about Scooby. Yeah, fuck it. Uh, <laughs> uh, they say that Minnie's Generate still going to... Generate content, vo- bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. Um, they say Mindy's still going to voice her for the animated movies, but the Lego Scooby movie that comes out May 10th, I think they replaced her with... I think her name's Kate My Coochie or... <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember her name, and I, I you know I can't pronounce. I think that's shit wishful thinking fuck. on your part. <laughs> her name ain't my coochie. <laughs> you know I can't pronounce shit to save my life. But she was on Big Bang. <laughs> she. <laughs> it's, her name's like M I C C U C C I. Oh, fuck, that is kind of like my coochie, isn't it? (laughs) See? Uh, (laughs) But it's Kate something. She was on Big Bang Theory. I know you don't like that show, which I can understand why you don't like that show. But anywho, she played uh, Raj's girlfriend on there for a few episodes. And she's a fucking, here we go back to the fucking hipster. She's a goddamn hipster icon. Have you ever heard of Garfunkel and Oates? Yeah. She's one half of that. Oh, okay. Oh, fuck, I know who she is. Yeah, I just looked at a picture of her. She's fucking weird looking. (laughs) I didn't want to say that, but it's true. 
Okay, she's distinctively looking. <laughs> she's I mean, like I Adam recognized Driver. her it's immediately. Just, you'd pick her out of a crowd. Yeah, I recognized her immediately. She's been in lots of shit. I know, right? But yeah, when you said Garfunkel and Oates, that's who I I thought this was who it was. And isn't her name fucking Kate Micucci or something like that? It's probably Micucci, but yeah. <laughs> it's probably not Micucci, Micucci, but... whatever the fuck. I was close. Let's see. Is it... <laughs> Does it give a pronunciation? It's something fucking Italian, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Okay. She's a fucking guinea just like I am. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just gonna roll on over that? I'm just gonna leave that there. <laughs> That's alright, nobody's hey, listening. I'm sweating my balls off in an undershirt. You can't get more Italian than that. Oh, speaking of it, speaking of that, fucking, uh... Speaking of what, your coochie? I was, no, no, I was trying... <laughs> <laughs> no, I, yeah. Uh, I was driving around, I was driving to the store and back tonight, and uh, I was listening to the hip-hop station. Why? For some reason. I don't know, I like it sometimes. But, uh... No. They had... Casey! Uh, what? I said, no, you listen to Casey! Well, yeah, I listen to that, too. I'm complicated and layered like an onion. Shut up, Shrek. Continue. <laughs> I, uh, anyway, they had they had a DJ on that was, I guess, like a house kind of DJ or like a, a remix kind of guy. So he was yeah. remixing shit. His name was DJ Boogie Corleone. I was like, what the I was like, what the fuck is this Fredo's kid? <laughs> who, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> DJ Whitey McLamo. Oh my god, it is... No, it's Makuchi. Yeah. <laughs> it's Makuchi. <laughs> you were going to say, oh my god, it is Makuchi. <laughs> no, I thought... I was looking at the pronunciation. I thought it said... Uh, yeah, it's just an M and then Coochie. Yeah. <laughs> But for a second, I thought it said my coochie. I was like, oh my god, it is my coochie. <laughs> That's a perfect sound bite. <laughs> oh my god, it is my coochie. <laughs> and if you just say it with a little hillbilly twang, it's the same. It's... Hey, there's Kate McCoochie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, supposedly, Mindy's going to stick around for the <clears throat> animated movies and shit. Why do you think they did that? Money? I don't know. Couldn't be money. You don't I, think she makes... I really don't know. Hmm. Because the rumor that was going around is that the new um, uh, creative team on Be Cool just thought that Makuchi... Oh, this is going to sound really fucked up. The new creative team thought Makuchi was a better fit. <laughs> 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 That's what she said. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I got it. Oh, you're a son of a bitch. Every time somebody says that, I want to fucking slap the bastard. I know. It's That's like why, when you see... That's why I do it. You tell somebody, you know, you got something on your face and they assume the mirror image, you just want to slap the bastard? <laughs> it's just like that. And yes, I just quoted Carlin for the second fucking time. <laughs> I can't help it. It's just God, too, I It's just that. too ridiculous and it pisses so many people off when you do it. And I'm fucking one of them. Next time I see you, you're getting a kick in the fucking nuts. Eh, that's all right. They're all shriveled up anyway. 
<laughs> but yeah, I think it's John Colton Barry, and there's another dude. They said she's. They think she's a better fit for the new version of Velma than Mindy is. Was hmm. the rumor that we were that was circulating? Hmm. I'll be honest. It did take me a while to get used to Mindy as Velma. The first time I heard her, I was like, "Oh, it's fucking Natalie." And why did you say that was? Because it's fucking Natalie from Facts of Life. Oh, speaking of Natalie from Facts of Life, did you see that tweet I posted? Fuck, it's got to be over a week ago now. Mm. It was when I'd just come back from my pissy little hiatus from Twitter. Maybe, but my memory is shit. It was a picture of Mindy. Uh, there was an old game oh, show yeah, called yeah, yeah. Body Language. Yeah, 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 I saw it. Yep. I-, I saw that and I was like, holy shit, she's so young. Oh, yeah. And the fucked up thing is, she looks almost exactly the same. Yeah, she kind of does. Her hair's just shorter, and she's not as heavy, mm-hmm. but it's like, holy shit, she looks exactly the same. It was fucking creepy. Oh, yeah. I grew up with that show. That was one of my shows, was Facts of Life, so when I heard her voice coming out of Velma, yeah, that didn't sound right. And I mean, I grew up with OG Scooby-Doo, so to go from OG Velma yeah, oh, yeah. to Natalie from Facts of Life was like, what? <laughs> that doesn't sound yeah. right at all. But... See, I, I got always, used to it. And... I always had a preference for B.J. Ward because she was the one who did the movies. Oh, the really? Animated movies that I saw. Yeah, yeah. I never did get used to that. All I hear well, is see, all I... I hear is the princess from Voltron. Okay, and who was that? <laughs> B.J. Ward. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't watch Voltron. Well, I know, I know. <laughs> so you fucking lost me for a second. <laughs> but no, I, I got used to her because i fucking spun those fucking movies like you wouldn't believe because it was just when i was getting into scooby and it's like okay here's these movies yeah okay so you just burned them because out. yeah i didn't burn them out as bad as i did lion king because i think i went through like three vhs's of that oh my oh yeah there's a reason it's my favorite movie ever i just spun the fuck out of them because at that time you couldn't really get you know, the old shit on VHS and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So, fuck it, I'll just watch these movies. I mean, you could get the scrappy specials like, you know, Reluctant Werewolf and Ugh. Boo Brothers and Ghoul School, but... Yeah. Reluctant Werewolf is garbage. Reluctant Werewolf is? Oh, I don't... I can't stand it. Oh, motherfucker, you mustn't have seen Arabian Nights. No, it's the one with the... with the... with the race... With Dracula and his... Yeah, that's Reluctant... Yeah, that's Reluctant Werewolf. Yeah, that one annoys the shit. Well, I guess I, I have a bias against it because um, those little hunchback henchmen, ghoul crew or whatever, or the... Yeah, I don't remember. I've been a while. My kid would imitate them, and so he would sound like some kind of fucking mental patient when he was like three, <laughs> three or four. <laughs> so it was just really Well, let me annoying. tell you. In our first Scooby episode, one of the reactions I got was, oh, you left out uh, Arabian Nights. And it was like, no, I mentally blocked that. I don't think I've ever even seen that. I forget. Get a clue. You remember I was telling you about that? Yeah. How bad that was. It's fucking ten times better than Arabian Nights. And it's a piece of shit. Wow. The animation on Arabian Nights is just fucking horrible. Hmm. It came out in that period where I said there was nothing. Yeah. It came out in that period. Oh, yeah. That's why I said there was nothing, because this is a 
pure piece of shit. <laughs> it was one of the last Scooby things that Hanna-Barbera actually did, I think. Tell me how you really feel about it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Don't hold back. Come on. I, I swear to God, dude, it's just like, were Bill and Joe sleeping? What the fuck were they doing? Because Shaggy and Scooby are fucking lumpy and off-model. It looks like they fucking just fucking hired, you know, amateur animators and were like, here, here's our characters. Do what you want. Yeah. Because it's Scooby and Shaggy as... They play like fucking these two... I don't even remember the fucking plot of it. That's how bad it is. Somehow they end up in uh, King's harem and they're telling stories to him because he's a little fucking midget dude and he's blind or something. He can't see well. His glasses are missing or something. Mm -hmm. And they're telling him stories that have Megilla Gorilla in them. Uh, Yogi and Boo Boo are in one. It's a weird fucking anthology movie that is just like, why was this made? Weird. But yeah, supposedly... They didn't think Mindy was a good fit for the new series. She's going to stay on, supposedly going to stay on the uh, animated movies, which I hope to Christ she's on the second WWE movie. Mm. Simply because I want to I see probably my favorite Velma interact with Undertaker. That is just a fucking nerd wet dream that I can't wait for. <laughs> Did you ever see that first WWE Scooby movie? No. Mm-mm. You should give that a spin. It's not horrible. I really liked it, but... Yeah, my kids haven't been into Scooby-Doo recently. Well, if they're not into something, like if they're not in that You're kind not of watching a phase... It. No, it's just like, I mean, I'm pretty much a victim or a... I'm at the mercy of what they want to watch most of the time, so... Yeah. If, if Scooby-Doo is not on the menu, Scooby-Doo is not on the menu. But then, but then, you know, in a few months from now, Scooby-Doo will be all they want to watch. You know what I mean? Well, when that fucking upsurge in Scooby comes again, mm-hmm. find Scooby-Doo WrestleMania mystery. As a fucking big WWE fan of that era when it was being talked about, and, you know, a fucking lifelong Scooby fan, it's another one of those things that it's like, I didn't know I wanted this, but holy shit, this is so good. <laughs> it's the exact opposite of Get a Clue in Arabian Nights. <laughs> and Scooby Apocalypse. <laughs> to get back on theme I was going to go somewhere else with it but good get me on track let's get back to this <laughs> for those who might not recall again are you fucking serious in short a group of plucky teenagers drive around in a van called the mystery machine with a talking sort of dog named Scooby Doo and they left the hyphen in good on them they investigate bizarre, seemingly supernatural cases that almost, to a fault, end up being caused by a cranky old man in a mask. Yeah. The teens in question. Yeah, that was Delma, the gimmick. the nerdy one. Yeah, I know. And then here they break it down in case you're fucking retarded. And there's something in this paragraph that this writer really fucking says that pisses me off too. <clears throat> See if you can catch it. Okay. The teens in question. Velma, the nerdy one. Fred, the hunky one, Daphne, the reckless adventurer, and Shaggy, the dot 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 medicated dot 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 one. These archetypes stay pretty much constant in the new comic with new character designs by Lee, augmented by Porter, and a futuristic setting. What in that paragraph do you think pisses me off? The medicated one. Yes. This is something that's fucking 
pissed me off since I first started hearing it and figured out what that meant. They call Shaggy a stoner. Shaggy is not a stoner. Everybody listening, listen up. Shaggy, Norville Shaggy Rogers is not a stoner, okay? What's his first name? Norville. Norville, okay. Yeah. Okay, let's just give all their names. Velma Dinkley, Fred Jones, Daphne Blake, Norville Shaggy Rogers, and Scoobert Scooby-Doo. Scoobert? <laughs> yes. I didn't know that. I'm fucking educating your ass again. Yeah, I knew all of them except for, uh, I didn't know his first name was Norville. Yeah, and Norville Shaggy Rogers is not a stoner. I cannot say this enough, people. He is not a stoner. He's a... He's a what? He's a hippie. He's a beatnik hippie. He's a beatnik. Yeah. Beatnik and a hippie are two different things. A beatnik was just kind of a lazy, sort of dim-witted, like poets and shit. Doesn't mean they were fucking stoners. Doesn't mean there weren't. They weren't. But he is not a stoner. He's a beatnik. Quit fucking saying he's a stoner. (laughs) They made this mistake on the first live-action movie in 2002. Yes, Fitz, it was 2002. Yeah, fuck, that's a long time ago. I know. They had the fucking joke... When they cut ahead, like, two years or whatever, where Shag and Scoob are sitting in the van, there's smoke pouring out of it, and they're like, <laughs> Oh, Scoob, oh! Oh, did they really? They went, Yeah, oh. and it turned out to be a hibachi grill. Oh, oh, okay. So it's kind of a bait and switch to be like, Hey, they're stoners, but we can't say this, because this is sort of a kid's movie. Right. I think they even made a couple jokes in the second movie about it, where it's like, Come on, they're not stoners, man. But I will give them this. To go off on a, you know, path of my own just again for a second because I gotta say this because it's a brilliant fucking joke. There's a joke in the second Scooby-Doo movie that is probably my favorite Scooby-Doo joke of all time. They ring Old Man Wickle's doorbell and they fall through the porch and they get in this big ball cage and they roll up and there's two other ball cages there too. And there's like little uh, Girl Scouts and like Jehovah's Witness types. Mm-hmm. And the Jehovah's Witness dude, he's standing there looking at him. And the little girl goes, would you like to buy some cookies? And then they cut to the Jehovah's Witness dude and he goes, have you heard the good news? Scooby looks at him and goes, Bleh, there's cookies. <laughs> that is a brilliant fucking Scooby-Doo joke. And every time I think about it's it, it's like, oh, God, I love that. And it's simple, too. It's not a huge visual gag. It's just a simple fucking want to buy some cookies. Have you heard the good news? And I love it so much. That is pretty good. It's a perfect Scooby-Doo joke. But yeah, to get back on track, Shaggy's not a fucking stoner. Stop saying it, dude who wrote this fucking TV Guide article. And that's another one of my big fears, is that they're going to play on, you know, oh, Shaggy's a stoner. Isn't he, didn't they say he's, didn't they straight up say he's a hipster? I know we were making fun of it, like he looked like a hipster douchebag in the last episode, but I think... Oh yeah, I'm getting to that. Okay. Because there's a part in here where fucking, I think it's Jim Lee again who fucking says it. And it's like, fuck you, dude. You can't take it away from him. The dude is a comic book icon, but he says this and he really pisses me off. But we'll get to it. Yeah, it doesn't mean he knows what to do with Scooby-Doo. Uh-huh. What I was going to say is, if you've read those six preview pages, Mm -hmm. it really bugs me because in it, Velma, who, yes, we have it confirmed, she's like three foot tall. Yeah, he said in the article, didn't he, that he wanted her to be... Smaller than the other ones to look younger and more precocious. Yeah, I think he says something like he didn't want to screw with her design too much. He just added a coat. Right. Which I'll get to that in just a second, too, because all of it's right here. And trust me, there will be plenty of anger about it. (laughs) In the 
the preview pages, they're talking about Scooby's an experiment and he kind of breaks, Shaggy kind of breaks Scooby out to let him, you know, get some fresh air and shit. And it's like, okay, that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, the security card keeps saying fucking calling Shaggy and Scooby doofuses and shit. And it's like, okay, I can get it, you know. They're fuck-ups. Security guard, he's going to see him as, you know, just these two idiots. Right. And then Velma's like, oh, he's a doofus, but let him go. And it's like, come on, man. You don't have to play up how fucking stupid and shit they are. It's a small gripe, but it does bug me. Because when it comes to them coming together, it's harder to believe. Because she's worked with him for years, apparently. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, ah, fuck him, he's an idiot. Right. So why all of a sudden would she be like, okay, let's bring these two into the team. We got the cybernetic dog, the idiot cybernetic dog, and his fucking stupid-ass handler. Bring them in. That don't make no sense to me. But it's the apocalypse. They're desperate. Desperate times call for desperate I don't measures. care. <laughs> Do you want fucking retards on your team in the apocalypse? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just firing you up, dude. <laughs> oh, and it's fucking working. I'm taking the goddamn bait, too, motherfucker. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <sighs> and a futuristic setting. With one big exception. The monsters are real. Geffen or Giffen, whatever the fuck his name is, told TVGuide.com, adding that the first few issues of the book are about how the group gets together. Which I will say this, if I'm going to like this, I promise you it's going to take like two or three issues. Because this is going to be a hard fucking pill to swallow. The first part of the process, though, was updating the characters for a new generation. Lee... A comic book artist before he was co-running DC Comics who took a pass at the designs. Then get notes. Oh shit, I fucked that up too. I swear to God I can't read. (laughs) As much time as I spend with my nose in a book, I can't read. (laughs) Lee, a comic book artist before he was co-running DC Comics, would take a pass at the designs. Then get notes from Geffen and DiDio. Then Porter would add his own unique spin. Porter's a little more grounded in reality, Lee noted. In fact, though it seems the creative process was smooth, as the members of the team were all fans of the characters, could have fucking fooled me! No shit. Occasionally some of, some of the gang would have, shall we say, strong feelings about the Scooby gang, about what the Scooby gang should look like. Here's the part about Velma. Velma's my favorite, Lee said laughing. Could have fooled me! Well, he was laughing. I did something a little more traditional. Everyone else got plussed up, and she just got a white lab coat. Once Porter got his hands on her, though, he shrunk the size of the character significantly, exaggerated her glasses and other features. He liked her being a short person. So, yeah, so you were right on that she is a little person. Mm -hmm. I was hoping it was just perspective on that one cover, but... I was hoping too. Yeah. I was hoping more than you'll ever believe that it was, oh, it's just a bad perspective. But no! Shaggy was the biggest reinvention on the table. The character has always embraced a, it's in italics, certain part of the culture. But for Apocalypse, he's gone full-fledged hipster. Which hasn't set well with some fans. No shit. Mmm. <laughs> We knew it would be controversial, Lee said on updating the look, noting that over time, Shaggy's look has become dated. Bullshit! There's a (sighs) a difference between dated and classic. 
Exactly. Thank you. I don't necessarily I've think he looks... I've got too much hate in my fucking head to say it. Yeah, I don't necessarily think he looks dated. I mean, I mean fucking Fred still wears a neckerchief, doesn't he? Sometimes. It depends on what you're looking at. Oh. Well, I mean, like, in What's New, he he just had a sweater with a blue stripe across the, I think, the arms and the chest. Oh, yeah, you're right. And then in uh, Mystery Incorporated, he had it, but that's because that series was kind of a weird mixture of, like, 60s... A 60s vibe, like, there were 60 cars and clothes, but they had technology of today. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. Yeah. But the current animated movies, yeah, Fred still has the ascot. Which, with them going, you know, Warner Brothers, they've been real hot and heavy on this fucking Daphne and Fred or a couple thing. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, like, since the 60s or 70s or maybe 80s, somewhere in there, hasn't an ascot been, like... You're gay? Uh, eh, not necessarily, but... Because that's all I've ever heard. Like, you watch old Match Game episodes and shit, and Charles Nelson Riley's making jokes about how, well, he's wearing an ascot, isn't he? Oh, well, maybe. It's definitely a little fay. Yeah, so you'd, you'd think they would have got rid of that just to stop those jokes, but whatever, I think it's a cool look yeah. on Fred. It's Fred, it's his trademark. Yeah. He's crushing that puss too, by the way. So don't uh oh. don't don't let that ascot ascot fool you. He's <laughs> fucking he's laying He's crushing pipe. some of that fine, fine Daphne puss, he's, ain't he? He's laying pipe on that shit, dude. If the mystery machine's rocking, don't come knocking. <laughs> <laughs> and you could also say that, you know, like he wears it for Daphne because she's got her green neckerchief thing. Oh. I never So made hey. It. Yeah. There you go. He's like, hey, my woman wants me to wear it, and it's like, if I want her to suck it, guess what I'm wearing? It's the it's their promise ring. Yeah. There you go. That's kind of cool. Yeah. It's way better than... Look f- at us adding a spoke to the wheel. Yeah. It's way better than fucking Scooby Apocalypse. <laughs> we knew it would be controversial. <laughs> well, did you? But you did it anyway. Well, they've got a quote about that, which is pretty fucking funny. And it's like, huh, you want to bet? Uh, where'd it go? He said, we knew it'd be go- it would be controversial, Lee said on updating the look, noting that over time Shaggy's look has become dated. The, ter- the term, the team instead turned towards hipster culture to freshen up his appearance. All these people saying, it's horrible, he's a D-bag. I said, wait, you look like this guy. Fuck you, Jim Lee! <laughs> Remember my fucking, my crisis of faith when I read this? Oh, when you... I DM'd you and it's like, okay. You were, be- you were begging be me to tell you you weren't me. a hipster. <laughs> no, I wanted you to be honest with me. No, you're you're kind of like the antithesis of hipster. <laughs> I think. And like I said, I want I want everybody to know. I told you, please be honest with you me. You don't wear raw denim. Uh, I don't even know what the fuck that means. Uh, yeah, you don't want to know. <laughs> I think just knowing gives me like uh, hipster points. Like, it gives me a percentage. So you're the D-bag he's talking me, about. Just no having that knowledge gives me some sort of percentage of hipster. Ugh. But yeah, I did. He said that, and it pissed me off immediately, but it was like, wait, I gotta go to another source. You've fucking seen me, what, two times now? Mm, yeah. And I said, please be honest with me. Nah. Because I don't think I look like a hipster. I think I look more like a biker. Yeah, I would agree. Or... An old rock DJ. Yeah, that could be. 
I could see that. Especially too. with the Hawaiian shirts, which those are just fucking fat boy armor. <laughs> yeah, hipster is not the first word that would come to my would come to my mind to describe you. No way. But you said that, and it was like, oh, that's a relief. No. Because okay, flannel is supposed to be hipster shit, right? Is it still? I don't think so. I thought so. Yeah. But see, I wear real dark flannel that looks, you know, sort of like a biker would wear. The whole package is you gotta you gotta look at the whole package, and it's, <laughs> it's oh yeah, it's not, it's not hipster. <laughs> yeah, don't, I don't think don't hipsters look it. this unkempt. I, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think your one fucking flannel shirt. Uh, it's no. Well, I mean, in fairness, it's more than one. You're not you're not wearing raw denim, like I said, and fucking using a vape pen and go drinking no. craft beer. <laughs> so I don't wax my mustache and wax my beard. Yeah, you don't have a fucking uh, you don't have a handlebar mustache and a fucking Macklemore haircut. You're you're good. Is that that douchebag shit where it's shaved on the side, and <laughs> yeah. long on the top? Yeah, it looks like oh it, my god, it looks like it's straight out of like the 1920s or the 1910s. I see fuckers like that. Which was a fucking like... it was a total fucking gangster look back then, but now you just look like a dork. I see fuckers like that all the time, and it's like, okay, I get it. You want to be an individual, whatever. Mm. But you look like such a fucking douche. Yeah. And you see chicks, they'll, like, fucking shave the side of their head and then flip their hair over it, and it's like, what's the fucking point, lady? (sighs) But anywho, it's an unusual look, but it's to show he's visually distinct from the others and not part of the mainstream. Fuck off. Right, because the bell-bottoms and fucking green shirt. And fucking yeah. goatee weren't enough to make him... Different? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's like in The Mystery Begins. They all kind of make jokes about him because he's a little weird. Like, he fucking eats dog kibble in front of him. Because <laughs> Shaggy makes Scooby Snacks, and they don't have a name at that point. But he's like, here, guys, I made a snack. And they're like, oh, oh wow, these are good. What's in this? And he's telling them, and then he goes... And I put a little dog kibble for texture. And they're like, what? (laughs) And Scooby comes up and he's like, vacuums them all up with his lips. And it's a funny scene. So he eats dog kibble. Isn't that fucking weird enough for you? Right. Uh, Yeah. Does that keep him out of the mainstream enough for you already? (laughs) I skipped down a bit because I'm getting tired of reading this because it's just pissing me off. Yeah. (laughs) It says, keep in mind, it's a comic book. If the book does badly... Shaggy shaves, Giffen jokes. I hope the book does shittily. Make him fucking shave. Nah, this this series isn't gonna last fucking a year. If they can, you I know, would I know be you surprised. I know you didn't like it, but if they can cancel Batman sixty six that fucking quick, they canceled that. Yeah, it's done. Yeah, so if they can, wow. So if they can whack that, the they the, they that, got they'll have no problem axing this thing. That's fucking shocking. Yeah, I mean. Seriously, because I know I'm for sure in the minority in that. People love that fucking series. Yeah, I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. The art was like hit and miss, but yeah, the um, I liked it. Yeah, I had no idea that got canceled. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they they ended it. Yep. Is that Wonder Woman seventy seven book still going? Um, is that an ongoing series or was that just a special? I thought it was ongoing, oh. but I don't know. Okay, yeah, I don't know. That, wow. That threw me for a loop. Mm-hmm. I never. I thought that would be fucking evergreen. Would be around for a while. Yeah, I I thought so too. I was surprised when they when they killed it. Especially after you know Kev. But come on, 
really it was Ralph. And Kev pretty much says as much. Especially after, you know, Kev's name was on the cover. You'd think that would have gave it a little cachet to stay around for a while. Yeah, but that wasn't the main series, though. I know, but still, it brought eyes to Batman 66. Oh, yeah. I know that was just a one-off fucking series, but if you put, you know, fucking Kevin Smith on the cover and say, hey, Batman 66, you would think that would bring more attention to it. Yeah, and I think it probably did. And you know they were... You know they were pounding that drum, saying, "And there's an ongoing." Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it probably it probably has something to do with this new, um, the new DC continuity that they're doing again. This fucking whatever rebirth. they're calling it. What is it? Yeah, rebirth or fucking whatever the fuck afterbirth. I don't know. <laughs> I, I can't keep up with this shit anymore. I have, see that pisses me off too because the problem I always had with Superman's costume for years was that there wasn't enough red. And then fucking divergence, convergence, fucking whatever the fuck it, idgents. They took away his trunks, and I was like, "That's stupid! What the hell?" Yeah, that was New Fifty Two. Yeah, new, yeah, New Fifty Two. Whatever the fuck. Yeah. And then they're like, "Okay, all the characters you love are coming back," and they show the fucking Superman image. They took away his red boots too. What color are his boots now? I was like, "What the fuck are you? Blue." What? So from fucking. Neck to toe, he looks like a naked, a naked, a naked blue alien. In the movies, he looks like a fucking naked purple alien. In the comics, he looks like a naked dark blue alien with a white face and hands. That's so fucking weird. I know. It's like, like, how is what that? The how fuck is, are you doing? How is that less weird than underwear on the outside? Yeah, because that shit made it look more dynamic than just a blue blob with fucking white hands and face. Exactly. And a cape flowing. I mean, wasn't that the problem people had with those fucking electric? The electric Superman, the red one and the blue one, is that it, other than it was a shitty story... I was going to say, I don't think that's the only problem they had with it, but... (laughs) Well, I mean, when they put out those first images, didn't people go apeshit because it looked stupid because they changed the costume completely? Yeah. I don't know. He had some kind of fucking cowl and shit where his hair was sticking out and he's fucking all red and all blue. It was fucking retarded. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. There was a lot of people on board with the no trunks thing. All kinds of people. Well, all kinds of people. I know. All kinds of people came out and said, oh, I always thought those trunks were stupid. I'm like, you're fucking ass. Thought that was stupid. Uh, yeah, I don't get that. It, like I said, it breaks it up. It makes it look more dynamic. I mean, it. it's like the fucking Spider-Man. When they go to, like, a single color for him, it looks kind of weird. I mean, I love the symbiote suit, but come on, it looks kind of weird. Just fucking black with a spider and white eyes. It's weird looking. Yeah, I don't know. The black one looks pretty cool, but when they've I've seen other color combinations that don't look nearly as cool as red and blue. Hey, I love that iron spidey suit, the red and the gold. Yeah. That's probably my favorite costume other than... The traditional. The red and blue. But it looks weird when it's just a solid color with these little spots of, you know, different color. It looks weird. At least to me. Yeah. Because it takes away some of the dynamic look of the movement. Because when you've got a fucking arm up here and a leg that's fucking over his head because he's swinging. And you see fucking red and blue and black. It's like, oh, that's cool. It looks, you can almost see the motion. But when it's a solid color, it just doesn't seem as, you know, dynamic to me. Yeah, I can see that. It always bugs me when they do that shit. 
That's all I can say. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, I don't know. I, I hate this fucking restart and continuity shit all the time. Or, or yeah. rebooting titles or going to number one, and now they're going back to the original numbering, and now they're going over here. And I just, I can't well, fucking... They think they. It makes it. They do it. It makes it hard for a collector. Well, I mean, it. Yeah, I don't know. I guess as long as the stories are okay, I, I don't really care. But it seems like they're not <laughs> most of the time. I started New Fifty Two. I got. I started the. Uh, I started with. Uh, I got one of each when they first came out. None of them really did anything for me. It wasn't until a few issues into Batman. That I went back and everybody was saying how great it was. Because I remember I read the first one and I was like, oh, this is pretty good. The art's really cool. The story is good. It ended on a kind of a, oh, shit, what's going to happen next? Yeah. And then for whatever reason, I just didn't get the next one. So it wasn't until, you know, like maybe the first arc was done and people were saying how great it was. I was like, fuck, I forgot to go back and keep up with that. So then I got the I got the trade and read it and was like, oh my god, this is fucking amazing. But then all the other ones I I read like the action comics one and I just wasn't none of those did really did anything for me. Like the first the first Flash trade, first arc of the Flash was good. The JLA was not terrible. It was okay. Isn't that what that JLA or Justice League War movie was based on? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. I know people hated that movie. Oh really? It could yeah, be. It could they be. Said they said it could... was a piece of dog shit. Yeah, but it, like the quality kind of fell off on all of those books, except for the Batman one. That's what I've always heard. That none of the books are good except Batman. Yeah. And didn't fucking wasn't it Snyder and Capullo uh, that were writing that book yeah. when the New Fifty Two happened? Weren't they in the middle of a huge storyline that got fucked because of the New Fifty Two? No, they they came on for New Fifty Two. Oh no, they were. Um... I, th- I thought they were in the middle of a storyline like Court of Owls or some shit, and it got fucked over because... No, that's that was the first part of New 52, Court of huh. Owls, yeah. That was the first arc of New 52. Uh, Snyder might have been writing something for Detective Comics that might have got fucked. Or, I don't think it did, though. I think that's how he got the Batman gig. I think he was writing Detective Comics at the time, and then they were going to do New 52, and they brought him over to Batman. See, I I remember hearing some kind of kerfuffle because... There was somebody writing Batman. I could have swore it was Snyder. He was writing Batman. He'd been laying the groundwork for this huge story mm-hmm. for like six or eight months. They'd been talking about it like in three months from now is when it's going to have the big payoff. Uh-huh. And then New 52 happened. They were like, oh, wait, we're going to do New 52. Uh, well, that could be. And that could very well be, but I don't think it was. I don't think it was Scott Snyder. I think they said they re-kajiggered the the storyline, mm-hmm. and it sort of. I think people said it sort of the Batman timeline kind of snuck over into the New Fifty Two, mm-hmm. and then they sort of changed it. But I don't really know because that was right around the time when I sort I sort of quit getting comic. Yeah, I don't know. So I I sort of checked out of all of it. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I love that the Batman run though. I'm, it's a bummer that they're done now. Although towards the end, I'm I'm like one arc behind. Like I think I'm ten issues behind. Man, they really Damn, fucking. You sound like me. They really went. Well, I I wait for the hardbacks to come out. I don't. I can't. Yo. I can't keep up with an ongoing series usually. Not long term anyway. Well, see, when I was buying books, I would wait 
and get like 12 issues backed up. Oh, yeah. So if I wanted, I could just sit there and burn through two arcs at, in one sitting if I wanted. Mm -hmm. Cause it's hard. It's like you, it's hard for me to remember what happens month to month. Oh, that too. Yeah. But if I, if I read like, you know, four issues at once, it hits me harder and I can remember it better. Yeah. You read, you read the complete story and not like just a little, yeah. You're not like, wait, who's this character? Yeah. Well, that's like at the height of my most recent comic book fanaticism, which was maybe 10 years ago. Yeah. I was getting like, and this does this isn't even a lot for some people, but you know, like six or eight books a month. And, oh yeah. And it was like from month to month it was like, which one's what wait, what was happening in this one? I don't remember what the fuck was happening in this one. Yep. Or keeping track of what's coming out when. So um, then, then I then I discovered at, then I discovered the heart and the new fifty two made it good too because they they do every arc. It's not just like like before that, it seems like it was only certain Certain runs got the the collected treatment, but with New Fifty Two, they started hardback in all of them after like ten issues, like every ten issues or something. Sort of like they did with Walking Dead. Yeah, yeah. Each arc of that would get its own collected edition. Yeah, yep, pretty much. But yeah, I love that run. But they got they started to get fucking way out there towards the end, like towards the most recent issues. They really went to some fucking weird places. But the art's what does it for me mostly. I love his art. It's fucking great. I've never really taken a chance to really look at it. Oh god, it's fucking good. It's it's totally old school. Well, not old school, but like like middle school, <laughs> like <laughs> like nineties, like some like it's real Does, good nineties art. Doesn't he actually hand draw still? Yeah, yeah, and it's fucking, so he's one of the few. Yeah, um, and it's badass too because if you follow him on Twitter, he'll. Uh, Sometimes he'll put up like thumbnails and shit that he's working on. I've I've seen people RT that and it's like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, and uh, or he'll surprised he doesn't get in trouble for it. But yeah, it's I mean it, he does it after the issues are out and stuff. I'm sure it's no big deal. He own, I'm, well, I mean, I think he owns he, all that art. I don't think it's you know what I mean. Oh, okay. I, I think um, yeah, that makes sense. I think the way they do it now that they own all their own pencils now. Okay, yeah, that makes a lot more sense. They also did this thing, and I picked one up a little while back i probably shouldn't have because it wasn't super cheap but it's um like the first the first arc of new 52 it's the the court of owls i think it's the court of owls i mean i think this book is the court of owls it's um unwrapped it's they called it unwrapped and it's um is like a behind the scenes or direct no cut it's or something no it's um it's just all pencils the whole book oh. is, the whole book is every issue just the pencils Oh, it's okay. fucking tight looking, dude. Yeah, like I said, I've I've seen some of his art and it looks kind of good because, like I said, it, I I always thought he you know hand did it. He didn't do it digitally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which as we've said before, I love hand drawn. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely hand drawn, and the 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 inking and the colors the colors are done really well, and the yeah. the, the inks are light. They're not overly done. Yeah. They're they're real delicate. Uh during the last few arcs, didn't they fucking Bruce Wayne was gone or something and Jim Gordon was That's yeah, quote, that's the one that Batman. I'm on now. Yep. Yeah, See, at the that end shit of, bugs me too. Well, I mean it yeah, that's what I mean by they went to some weird places. Yeah, okay. But I got you now. But it's um it's interesting. I'll, I'll be interested to see well cuz the 
the one arc, and this is all spoilers if anybody cares. We're month, we're going to be a couple weeks away, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, well, I mean, this is this shit's been out for like a year or two, you know. I mean, this has been out for a yeah, long time. I got you, but yeah. even so, we're going to be a couple weeks away, so fuck it. The the end of the end game arc with the Joker yeah. basically ends with it looking as if Batman and the Joker kill each other. Bruce Wayne and oh. Joker kill each other at the end. Okay. So then the next arc starts up and it's like, you know, there is no Batman. So in order to kind of not not just keep order and peace, but to like keep the symbol of Batman around somebody to in the, keep the fear in the criminals. Yeah, and and to keep hope to give hope to the citizens and stuff. They um mm-hmm. they they create a Batman. The police department does. And so, oh, and so and that's they, where you get the fucking rabbit ear Batman or whatever. Right. That he's inside that suit. That's that's how he is able to be Batman and do the things that Batman does is because he's in a, a mech suit. Oh, okay. That's full of gadgets and shit. Because he was a... He it's was, a walking utility belt. Yeah, basically. And he's got like a whole support team with a big fucking truck, like a home base truck. It's pretty interesting. I mean, it, it's definitely like out there. After you after you get kind of used to it, it's like, oh yeah, this is kind of a cool idea. But then you find out, spoilers again, that Bruce Wayne isn't dead. He's just living anonymously somewhere, and kind of I think his his memory is kind of gone. So uh, okay. So he but he knows he's Bruce Wayne. That's that's the interesting part is he knows he's Bruce Wayne. He knows who Bruce Wayne is. He doesn't know that he was Batman. Okay, so he knows the public persona. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, so that's like that's the interesting twist on that is he he has no memory of being Batman. As cool as that sounds, still that shit bugs me. I don't like <laughs> when they're like, "Okay, guess what? Dick Grayson's Batman now." It's like, "No, Dick Grayson's Nightwing." Yeah. Well, Falcon's Cap now. No, Falcon is Falcon. <laughs> Steve Rogers is Captain America. I hate when they swap that shit. It's like well, Spider-Man 2099, Miguel O'Hara, he's Spider-Man now. It's like, no, Peter Parker is Spider-Man, Bruce Wayne is Batman, and the one that really bugs me is Thor. Oh, Lady when Thor? They, yeah, and they're like, she's not Lady Thor, she's real Thor. And it's like, no, Thor's Thor. If there's any of them that I'm right on, it's this one. Because Thor is not a persona. Thor is Thor. Thor Odin's son. And they're like, well, she's got the hammer, and it's like, whosoever holds this hammer, if they be worthy, shall possess the power of Thor. Not become Thor, possess the power of Thor. But they did the same so, thing with uh, Beta Ray Bill, I think. And I agreed then. Yeah. Beta Ray Bill was not Thor. Yeah, that's true. They he didn't call him Thor. He may have had Thor's powers. Do they actually call her Thor? I know the title of the book Jane is Jane Foster? Jane Foster, did they call her Thor? Yeah, do they... the the female Thor. Do they actually call her Thor or do they call her... Yeah. Oh. They flat out say, no, she's not Lady Thor, she's Thor. Ah. I think they made that announcement on like The View or something and they were like, shut up dude bros, she's Thor. And it's like, no, she's not Thor. Hmm. And at that time they were trying to keep it a mystery who, you know, it actually was but it turned out I think to be Jane Foster. Oh. And she's got like cancer or something and it's like, what? Hmm. But yeah, they were making a big stink about that because understandably, people were like, she's not Thor. Thor is Thor. And they're like, nope, she's she's Thor. She's not Lady Thor, she's not nothing. And it's like, no, Thor is Thor. 
Thor Odin's son is not a persona. Thor is a person. It even has it fucking etched on the hammer. Whosoever, you know, I just went through the spiel. I'm not going through it again. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I guess I can see that. But at the same time, I think, uh, didn't Thor in the comics, didn't didn't he start out as just a regular person who, who got the hammer uh, and became Thor? That I don't really know. I'm pretty sure that's... I'm pretty sure that's the case. I forget what the guy's name was, but I think he was a doctor. Wasn't that Donald Blake? Uh, that sounds familiar. Well, that's the joke they used in um, uh, the first Thor movie. Oh yeah, do they? But I think it. I I think at this point there's no Donald Doctor Donald Blake. I think it's you know just straight up oh, Thor. Yeah, it Thor definitely Odinson. definitely in the MCU. That's there's no. Well, I mean, even in the comics too. And I think it's been that way for quite a while. Like, during Civil War, I think there was a clone Thor that was killing motherfuckers. What? Okay. Because the real Thor, Thor, was dead. So there was some kind of clone going around that was killing people or something. I ha- I don't know because it's been, like, four or five years since I've actually reread Civil War. Hmm. But, because I remember there was a big deal, uh... I think it was Straczynski. He took over Thor, and they were like, fuck it, Thor's back, bitches. And it's like, oh, cool. And I was never able to get that book because I was, like you said, I was getting like eight books a month, Mm -hmm. nine books a month. So it was like, I can't really add another book at this point because I think that was right around the time that Spider-Man went three times a month and I was happier than a pig in shit getting Spidey three times a month. I think they made a big deal that Straczynski was taking over Spider-Man, Thor after he left Spider-Man and was bringing back the real Thor. Thor Odin's son. Hmm. And this was before Iron Man came out. The first Iron Man movie came out in 2008 or whatever. Hmm. So it's not like they were just like, oh shit, the movies are coming, let's fucking hurry up and get rid of Donald Blake. I think it had been like that for a while. Oh, it could be. Like I said, I can't keep up with all this fucking ever-changing bullshit. I know. I know, we're like the it's worst fucking... nerds ever. <laughs> like... <laughs> No, we can whip our dicks out on some shit. We know. We, we, I know. I know enough to be dangerous and to be like wildly inaccurate about the shit that I say. <laughs> I preface everything with like, I think it was not like that. Oh yeah, I I fucking do that shit too. Even when it's shit about my personal life. Yeah, there's right now. There's fucking people that are like fucking putting out fatwas on us and shit because we're speaking shit we don't know anything about. <laughs> These fuckers are going to say, you two idiots need to stick to Scooby-Doo and Star Wars. All fucking 43 of our our listeners. Oh, yeah. All right, well, we better fucking wrap this up, dude. It's it's almost two hours. Oh, shit, it is, hasn't it? (laughs) And we didn't even get through all the apocalypse shit. Nope, we didn't get to other shit we we were going to talk about. Oh, fuck. Oh, well, young Han Han Solo will have to wait till next time. Yeah, shit. We we went all over the fucking place. I guess we need to thank J. Sarge and Sherry, huh? Yep. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Is that all we're going to give them? I don't know. You can give them more. Oh, uh, fuck. Let me find my links for them. God. You really don't like... You really are uncomfortable with thank yous and shit, aren't you? Yeah, I'm bad. I don't have feelings like a normal person. I don't have normal human interactions. <laughs> Okay, first, Jay Sarge. Go to remedialm-theory.bandcamp.com, jsargemusic.blogspot.com, Irving's Basement, 
www.thejsarge.bandcamp.com and follow him on Twitter at thejsarge. And then for Sherry, it's at Sherry Says on Twitter. And then youtube.com slash user slash Sherry Archinoff. And visit her website, sherrysberries.com. <laughs> no. What? No, that's not that's that's not hers? No, 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 no. Oh. Alright, sorry. <laughs> hey, until they want to kick in some money, don't fucking plug them <laughs> bastards. No free plugs, goddammit. Yeah, you mean you don't want to be like every other podcast that's ever been recorded? Exactly, fuck it. We're going to make bitches pay. <laughs> Visit our sponsors, Audibles and Cherry's Berries and fucking Sotfa. Shut and... up, dude! Stop! <laughs> <laughs> fuck! If you're going to fucking whore anything for fucking, free, whore my shit. <laughs> fucking MeUndies and fucking Blue Apron. and Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> God damn! No! Like I said, if you're going to whore anything for free, whore my shit or your shit. Oh, you mean like Just Jump to the End podcast? Yes. JJ2E.com. At, JJ, at JJ2END on Twitter. It's occasionally updated. <laughs> hey, you guys have been semi-decent lately, haven't you? Uh... Monthly? Yeah, kind of. I think I only have one left in the bank, though. It's like a 20-minute rant TSDJAProductions.wordpress.com. What? <laughs> I was just stepping all over <laughs> you for fun. That's all right. I'll, I'll, I'll silence my part of it so yours will come through. Oh, come on! <laughs> <laughs> we don't have a sign-off yet, do we? Um, Nope. We got to work on that. Sign-off, sign-off. Here, here, let's put it out there. If you have a good sign-off for us... Tell us. We'll use it. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> well, I said good. It's got to be good. It's not just like fucking punch a monkey in the balls. See you next week. No, you got to have something good. <laughs> also, at NerdBlitzPod on Twitter, at Fitzman73 on Twitter, and at the Scooby Doom. That's me on Twitter. Follow all those and send us fucking questions to the pod account. <laughs> Anytime we uh, run dry on topics, which apparently is not going to happen anytime soon. Um, we're going to take some questions and answer. Uh, you notice every time we talk about Scooby, we get sidetracked by Batman. Do we? Remember last time we fucking got sidetracked talking about Killing Joke? Oh, or, yeah, well, you're right. That was yeah. that was episode two. Last week, we, we kept it on fucking course and went from Scooby to Star Wars. But still, almost every time we talk about Scooby... It's like, Scooby, Scooby, Scooby. You remember that Batman thing? Well, I mean, <laughs> it's easy to do when you're talking about something really shitty to then, like, try to yeah. cleanse your palate with something cool. Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay, fuck, we gotta end this. Okay. All right, see you see guys you later. See you some other time, fuckers. Bye. Oh boy, it's a bloodbath in there, Commish. I know, Harvey. Why do all the wackadoos pick Gotham? Why not Central, Metropolis, or hell, even Star? What makes us such a damn good target? That I don't know, Harvey. But I sure wish I did, so we could put a stop to it. Grab Montoya and start interviewing the surrounding businesses. Somebody might have seen something. Sure thing, Kamish. Hey, Montoya. Let's go rattle some Well? Joker. Damn.
I checked the scene before your boys got here. Nobody else is that destructive. But why a comic book shop? I don't know. But I will. Well, as always, I appreciate any... help. I hate when you do that. TSDJA Productions presents in association with JJ2E Media The Camping Trip Two troop leaders take three boys from their scout pack into an old abandoned summer camp for a fun weekend in the wilderness. Listen and take a terrifying trip into the past with these boys as they learn about the dark history of the mountainside campground, an old warehouse that conceals a bloody secret, and the demonic truth about a small Missouri town in these three horrific campfire tales. With a gripping, revenge-fueled ending decades in the making, you won't want to miss The Camping Trip. Written, edited, directed, and performed by at the Scooby Doom and at Fitzman73 comes the first full-length original audio drama from JJ2E Media and TSDJA Productions. Go to tsdjaproductions.bandcamp.com and buy the camping trip. Coming soon. This has been a feature of TSDJA Productions and JJ2E Media.